content broadcasted through Swinging Single Podcast is intended for adult audiences and is offered solely for entertainment and informative purposes. The views and opinions discussed may not echo the opinions or perspectives of the podcast creators, sponsors, or associates. Please note that the content in the Swinging Single Podcast is strictly not suitable for individuals below the age of 18. User discretion is advised. Our podcast content should not be taken as legal, professional, or financial advice, and listeners should seek proper advice as required from a qualified professional. Any use of trademarks, logos, and copyrights associated with Swinging Single Podcast is prohibited without prior written consent. All right, all right, let's get to it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Swinging Single Podcast. I'm your host, A.C. Maxwell, and today we have an incredible episode lineup for you. On today's show, we will be discussing my date with hot wife Natalie at TPC North on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. What a party it was. Welcome to this exciting episode of the Swinging Single Podcast. Today I'm excited to share you with an experience I had with had the privilege of being a part of my date with Hot Wife Natalie and TCP TPC North was a night filled with passion, excitement, and unforgettable moments. My date with Natalie and TPC North was an opportunity to push the boundaries of our sexual and emotional boundary. It was a journey of self-discovery, trust, and connection. From the moment we arrived, we felt the electrifying energy that radiated from the whole venue. The ambiance at TPC North was perfect for creating the sensual atmosphere, the dim lighting, soft music, well, loud music. Uh, and seductive atmosphere set the stage for a night of exploration. Natalie, ever to pro- the provocateur, wore a revealing outfit that beckoned us to explore her exquisite curves. Thank you for joining me on this swinging single podcast, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody. Like I said, it was the night before Thanksgiving, and TPC North was the only place opening for the night. So it was kind of a no-brainer where me and Natalie were going to go. Natalie got a babysitter. We were all set to go, all ready to have some fun. And Natalie, all the horned up that she was from not getting any cock or pussy for the past, I don't know, four or five months, she was down for a good fucking And the night did not disappoint. Well, one guy disappointed, but that's his problem, not mine now, is it? So, I go up, the gentleman, pick up Natalie at her house. And we go out to eat, go grab a bite. Had some good, nice chicken sandwiches and all that. Nothing's too fancy. Uh, Unfortunately, you know, she didn't really want anything fancy. So, you know, hey, I give what a girl wants. So, we go out to eat, we finish up, and we head out to the club. And like I said before, TBC North was the only game in town that night, and which was pretty fucking good because any other day at TPC North would be a slow, boring night. 
Um, just got to be honest with you people. TPC North is not the one of the best clubs where you can find a lot of people. Saturday night, you can find a good, decent-sized crowd. But Friday night when it's open, you'd be lucky to have 20 people there. Let me bust open this Coke. All right. So, thinking that, and it was a good call by myself that there was going to be a lot of people there. There was a shitload of people. Me and her got there around almost 10 o'clock, and it was already a good crowd. The best crowd that we've seen in since I moved back to Texas. So, we were like, oh, this might be a good time. People were fucking before midnight, which was really unheard of. So, it was pretty good. So me and Natalie go in, you know, we get our drinks and all that. She's drinking a little, uh, her drink, get her some water, make sure she doesn't overdo it like the other lady. Uh, so I got my Coke and all that. So we go sit down. We sat in the area where the stripper poles were, you know, that was probably the, one of the few places that was open and me and her could talk and bullshit and all that and not be disturbed by any other couples. Cause uh, you know, right now we just want to relax and enjoy ourselves. Oh, that's good. So, we're talking and rapping and all that. And having a good time with each other. Looking at the people that are coming in and all that. So, we decide to go back into the playroom area. And we just check it out, see if anything changed. And, so, and what we noticed was they have that, uh, I think it's a St. Andrew's Cross. I don't know the whatever that thing is for BDSM. I, they have one of those. Last time me and her went, there was not there. It was not there, so... But she doesn't have any interest in, so it didn't really matter anyways. So we're just checking it out, checking out the other rooms and all that. Talked about the glory hole. They have an actual glory hole there uh, at TPC North. I don't know if it ever gets used. I haven't seen anyone use it yet, so I don't know. And we checked that out. We're watching, looking at the porno that they had, different porn, which is good because, you know, a lot of these places like Colette's had the same fucking porn day in and day out. I go a month Later to TBC, they still playing the same fucking porn as that stupid Mandingo shit. Get a new fucking porn, Colette. Anyways, so we're over here checking everything out. Uh, people start are playing around. You know, there was uh, two couples on the big bed in the back, uh, having their fun and just a few people watching. Me and her sit down out there, start watching, and I finger her, and I'm playing with her pussy, getting a nice, juicy, wet, and having her squirt all over the place, and people start are watching and enjoying it, enjoying the show, especially the single guys there, which was lucky because we were there for the single guys and so are the couples uh, and all that. So we weren't looking for me to fuck anybody, but like I said, I'm only there. Like I said, I'm at the point in my life and my swinger lifestyle career that I'm only interested in having my girlfriend fuck other people. I'm not interested in fucking other women. It just doesn't, you know, finding a couple that both people like and are drama free is very tough in this lifestyle. So we're showing off a little bit. She squirts and all that. So we stop, play around, you know, we're just making out, kissing and all that, nibbling on her titties and all that. So I finger again, go back and finger her and make her squirt again all fun so she has to go rehydrate because she loses a lot of water you know she dehydrates when she squirts a lot so we go back there into the where we're sitting more and more people are there it's getting a little crowded and a young couple shows up nice young hispanic couple and all that they're over to our right of us we didn't really think anything of it later on we'll be i had a story for about them so we go drinking and more and all that listening to music watching 
no one dancing or anything just people bullshitting Natalie's talking shit about the other girls there and asking and thinking about what's going on with these women um Natalie's very beautiful 31 year old lady brunette nice curly hair so she has a lot more than a lot of the other women that are going there so you know after a while we go back in go back to the rooms we go on the couch i mean on the bed and i start playing with her and you know like clockwork guys start showing up and watching and there's an older gentleman you know i wave him over to get his cock out so she could suck it and when he pulls his cock out it's a good sized cock but he has a cock ring on already and he's knifing hard so I'm like, oh, okay. Didn't think anything of it. I thought the fucking guy would be a professional and be able to get hard. Well, you know, Natalie starts sucking on his nice man meat, and she's getting him a good, a good blowjob, and all that. So it's real exciting. I'm watching her suck on it. He gets a little hard, a little bit. So I don't know. So I'm thinking, oh, well, maybe something's going to happen. I don't know. Maybe he'll get hard. <laughs> well, she's blown him for a while and all that. And I give him a condom. Now, I should have made him get his own condom, but whatever. It was a, it was the heat of the moment. So I give him one of my condoms, have put it on. And he's putting it on, but I'm seeing and noticing that he's struggling having with the heart on. He can't get hard or anything like that. So I'm trying because I want her to fuck Natalie. Natalie needs to be fucked. She hasn't been fucked in a while, you know, so she needs that fucking cock inside of her, and she loves it. So, he's struggling with his heart, and he can't stay hard. He's not hard at all, and he's got a limp dick. Well, luckily, there's a fucking professional. I like to call him this kid the professional swinger because he's got his dick out, his heart his heart is a rock. And I go, you got a condom, buddy? And he says, yeah. I go, put it on this fuck. So, he puts his condom on. He's got another, you know. His cock is hard, which is good. Don't matter the size. We don't care because she just loves, she can squirt on anything. So he starts fucking her, and it's awesome. So he's pounding her. She's on her back. Her legs are up. He's inside of her fucking her and pounding her and all that. And I'm, sicking on, and I'm over there sucking on her titties and all that. Well, the limp dick guy tries to get back in the action, which I would not care about. But, you know, Natalie... <laughs> You know, being her first time in a while, I don't want to overwhelm her with fucking a bunch of dudes around her trying to suck on her titties and all that. So I told him to back off a little bit. You know, we'll we'll wait for later or whatever, which is not going to happen because once you can't get hard, there's no need for you anymore. So that's why I say, gentlemen, you got to get hard when you have the opportunity because, like I said, I'm not going to risk bringing you into a room and you not being able to get hard for my girl. So he's done for the night, but he's trying hard, and I'm like just telling him to back off and all that. So the young cat's over there fucking her. He's pounding her for about 10, 15 minutes. Now, I told the dude, I go, listen, you're not here to, I go, hey, buddy, just come. Don't worry about it. Just come and all that. Uh, we're not here to, for marathon sex, you know, because, you know, she's going to bleed and all that because she hasn't had sex for a while. Her pussy hasn't been used like it was used tonight, that night. So, you know, he finally, he does, he busts his nut and... I'm still making out with Natalie, playing with her pussy, feeling how how nice it feels uh, after being a little stretched a little bit and all that. The guy over there, so we get up, she has to rehydrate and all that. So the guy, I told the guy, um, I, you know, I apologize for being, you know, 
being abrupt with them because I was really short with them. I just said I didn't want her overwhelmed and all that. Because you sometimes, you know, it could be overwhelming when you got three or four guys, you know, all vying for your same your titties and all that. So we go back to the couch, you know, she goes, cleans up and all that. Uh and all and gets more water. Comes back and takes a seat. Asked, I asked her how it was. She said it was fine and all that. She was good um, and all that. Uh, talked about the guy. I asked her about the cock ring and she didn't even see the cock ring. Or wow, your your fucking face was right in front of it. How can you not see that cock ring? Because I always thought you put a cock ring after you get hard, so you can keep that blood in there. But this dude had it on before his dick was limp, so maybe that was a pre reason why he couldn't get hard with her and all that. So I was kind of upset with the guy. And like I said, he ain't going to be touching Natalie's pussy anymore because of the fact that I can't trust that he's going to be able to get hard and be able to fuck my girl. Because that's why we're there, for her to have a good time. All right, so we're noticing more and more people are coming in. The girls are dressed, putting on lingerie, walking around, looking fucking good. There's a lot of good-looking couples in that place to that night. And this goes back to my whole point with TPC. They fucked up by having all these clubs. They don't need three clubs. They only need really one club. Because they take away from the general area of one club. So let's say you have a hundred. You only have a hundred clients. Then you open up two other places. Alright. So you're just taking from those hundred clients. And adding them to the other ones. So instead of the central. Hempstead have a hundred. They only have 80 now. Where south will have 10. North will have 10. So you're not really doing anything. Only thing you're doing is it's convenient for some of the people that live in Conroe or the people that live in League City and this Alpha 45. You're not really doing anything for the clientele. You're not making more people swingers because of the, that. So like I said, I always said, preach, TBC needs to close down the two and just have buy one place in the central part of Houston. Houston's a very big place. And do it in a industrial park. Where no, no neighbors, only neighbors you have are fucking businesses. Businesses are not going to give a shit that you have a swingers club uh, in your area. If you do it in a home, residential area, yeah, they're going to have a problem. So it's going to be a lot harder to get, you know, the permits and all that. So that's my that's my recommendation to the TPC. If you're listening, cut out the North and South bullshit. Find one central area and you'll have a fucking great party every night. I mean, Thursday night, Saturday night, Friday night, Saturday night, Wednesday night when they're open too, you're going to have a good party because there's no, you know, you're not stealing from Peter. To, you're not robbing from Paul, you know, and all that stuff like that. Whatever that fucking saying is, I can't remember right now. So we're over there watching everyone coming in. Ladies are looking fucking fine and all that. That one young Spanish couple, they're walking around and, and all that. Me and Natalie go back. The Brazilian, I, I think the Brazilian, she has the BBBL, the BBL butt lift. She has the fake titties and all that. And they're out there getting naked. They got in front in the big, uh, what is it, the big bed. And they're fucking in front of everybody. Me and Natalie are watching, uh, sometimes making fun of them and all that. But anyways, so we're watching. And the young cat from the couple comes up and starts talking to us, asking about what we like and all that. And I was just saying, you know, we do... We're here for 
my girl to have sex with other men and couples. Oh, he's like, oh, okay, yeah, so all that. And he started talking to us and go, he said, let me ask my girlfriend if she'd be interested in having a threesome with you guys. So he said, all right, no problem, go over and talk. His, his wife or girlfriend was very hot, very beautiful young lady. And it was going to be down if she, and if all that. So after about five minutes and talking to him, they come back, both of them come back over to us. We're next to an open room, and he says, you want to go in that room? He said, yeah, let's go. You know, we go. We're having a, you know, just a little bullshit chit-chat talking about things and all that. So he's stripping down to his, you know, getting naked. And I put Natalie on the bed. Her panties are already off. I pulled down her dress so she can see her, so he can see her titties and all that. Now, this is where this ain't going to happen again, and this is fucking fucked up bullshit. Our assumption was that she was going to fucking get into the involved with Natalie too, where it's going to be a threesome where I watching and, you know, I'm watching and she's fucking Natalie too. And that's what Natalie thought too. Natalie's pissed off about it. And so I tell Natalie it's never going to happen again. So he's naked on the bed. She's naked. They're making out and all that. And his girl's just sitting there over by the door watching. I thought she was going to join in. I never asked because I don't want to be a, you know, I should be a dick about it. And that's my fault. So I'm watching. It's a, It was a good show. The dude, horrible kisser, Natalie said. So it wasn't all that great. He wasn't that good. You know, he lasted a while. But once again, you know, it wasn't what we thought it was going to be. So he's on top of her fucking Natalie. And Natalie's legs are up in the air. And Natalie's moaning away, having a good time. Her head's by me, so I'm kissing her deeply when he's pounding on her. Uh, and they fuck doggy style. Then they flip over to uh, what's a, a cowgirl. Natalie's on him. And Natalie did it for a while. You got to give this girl. She really needs to be in shape to be fucking like she was fucking that guy. So she's on top of him. He comes. And she comes multiple times anyway. I think she said she came twice with them, which was which is the whole point for her to get off on this guy and all that. Well, the problem was the girl never joined in. She didn't do anything. So it was not one of those good things where, uh, well, you know, she should have joined in. That was the perceived notion. So basically, oh, basically this was just a girl getting her man laid. And like I said, that's never going to happen again because we are going to, if it ever, if, when we get with another couple, we're going to be like, both of you better be naked in that bed. If you're not, then fuck it. We're done. And we'll walk right the fuck out. But what I noticed about her, what she was doing, I think she was filming Natalie and him together because when they were done and he was on the edge of the bed, she came over to him and it was on camera mode. So I don't know if she was filming him. I, I, actually, I do know she was filming him, which is pissing me off because that's not fucking cool. You should have said, "Can we film?" And I'll be like, and I'll let Natalie decide. And better not got my fucking face on it because I don't want to be. I don't want my shit out there. You know, me watching my girl get fucked by a small dick dude. Oh yeah, he has small dick anyways, so he wasn't that special. So he's all looks, no dick. So. I noticed that, and I didn't say anything to him because I don't want to start any problems. She had a great ass. Her ass, her skirt went up when he was. She was hugging him, so I got to see her ass a little bit. And I was kind of, and I was turned on, but I really don't like the fact that they 
deceived us in saying that all three of them were going to play when only two of them played. So he asked about getting our numbers. I said, no, thank you, man. We don't do numbers. You know, we're just here to fuck. We come here to fuck. We're not anything like that. She says, yeah. He was like, yeah, why do the, everyone says they take our number, but they never call? I go, well, the problem is because they're not fucking interested in, or they're not, or life happens and they're not, you know, who they say they are. So I don't know, buddy. So that's a, don't even worry about it. So we never exchanged numbers. We go back and sit uh, down at our table again we see them later on they, they were really talking to us or anything like that which i didn't really give a shit because we were pissed off that was really pissed off and she wants to come on and talk about her experience which i think i might have maybe have natalie talk about her experience in her perspective of how everything went down uh, that night but so you know me and natalie just talking more you know bullshitting having a good time talking about life so, you know what? It's getting late and it's about time I fuck her. Now, our rule when me and Natalie do swing, at the end of the day, no matter what, I'm the last guy she fucks. It's like me reclaiming her pussy. It's my pussy, so I get to reclaim it. So, we're here. We go back into the open room. Now, we don't really go to the private rooms because we invite people in. We're not fucking shy. I'm not shy. My dick can get hard wherever and whenever. So I don't have to worry about that. So we like to, you know, put on a show. She's fucking beautiful. People like her. I don't know if they like me, but I don't really give a shit. Fuck people. People are assholes. Anyways, so we go into where the four beds are. We start making out fucking. I'm eating her pussy, fingering her, making her squirt, and do all this shit. She, we start, after all that, I'm hard as a rock. I go in and enter it. We're fucking for a while. Then I see, no, you know. Uh, another guy, I wave the guy over, guy with glasses, kind of a nerdy dude. Natalie liked him, so I waved him over. He's like, no, I'm just watching. So I don't know what, I don't know if that's true or he was not into Natalie or anything like that because you never know. Just because you're a good-looking woman don't mean a guy's going to be into you and will fuck you, which I think is weird because who wouldn't want to fuck a good-looking woman? But, or maybe he was just watching. Who knows? So, he get, we got turned down by him and there's another guy there so I told him so I got her doggy style her face is over the bed so I told the guy to step forward whip out his cock and she could suck on it and all that and I'm pounding her from behind now I think Natalie really likes Natalie really likes the threesome with the two males she likes getting split roasted so it was really a good time and I noticed her pussy got a little wetter when she was sucking on the guy's dick and I'm pounding her from behind. And it was hot, man. It was so hot that I couldn't hold my fucking load. So I finally blow my load and, you know, have a nice big load inside of her pussy. And we were like, well, well we're done. I'm tired. She's tired. It's 1 o'clock in the morning. 1 o'clock in the morning, yeah. It's pretty late. So we're like, okay, let's get out of here. So we're getting dressed. Now, as we're getting dressed, the old man that couldn't get hard goes, oh, man, I'm finally hard. I go, timing is everything, buddy. You know, there's nothing I can do about it. We're tired. We're going to go home and, and have a lot of fun by ourselves. And we did. We fucked one more time when we got home. Anyways, so unfortunately for that guy, he did get hard. His dick was hard, but he already missed his opportunity. He missed his window. And that's why I always tell guys, whenever the opportunity arrives for pussy, you take it. You know, if you're a swinger, it looks don't matter and all that stuff. You're a swinger. It's about the sex. It's not about fucking 
oh who's the hottest i see so many stupid guys walk around and follow these hot looking couples like puppy dogs just hoping that she might touch their dick or something and which a lot of times you know they're not looking for guys or they are looking for guys but guess what she's fucking hot why would she go step down women you should you got to know what women are women do not date down women always date up how many times you see a woman go oh he's he was working he's the he's the fry cook at mcdonald's oh i'm gonna date him you never those words don't come out of any fucking women ever in the history of man women always date up now when you hear guys look at guys she could be fucking working she could be the fry cook at mcdonald's that motherfucker will marry her she could be a stripper that motherfucker will marry her because we date down so knowing that if you see a great looking woman at the club at the swimming club chances are and you're not that good looking and you got to be fucking real you got to be honest all right if you got an eight inch ten inch cock how's she going to see that cock now she might change her mind when she sees it because she wants a big dick but she can't see it through your fucking pants so are you good looking no well then you're fucked she's not dating fucking you now, there have been instances with the lifestyle over my 26 years experience that she just, she'll take on any cock. There's been very few. I mean, there was Amanda at Caliente. She loved the fuck. And she would fuck anything with a hard dick. As long as you were respectful. If you were nice to her and all that and to her husband, Brian, fuck yeah, she'll fuck you. And I thank you, Amanda, for your service. But the majority of hot-looking women I've seen, they're always will fuck hot-looking guys. So, I don't understand it when guys go, well, follow these couples around. The old dude, I appreciate that he got hard, but you missed your opportunity. You got to be able to get hard. The goofy guy with the glasses that turned us down, we left. I don't know what happened. Did he get laid? Was he looking to get laid? I hope, you know, I hope he was being honest and said he wasn't, he was just watching because that was fine. And he did watch us. Uh, the whole time so maybe he was honest i don't like the dishonesty just say no i'm not interested because that's a lot easier saying i'm just watching doesn't mean anything to me at least so it was a it was a good night like like i said it was packed is a wednesday before the thanksgiving and it was the only place open tbc did a good thing i think if tbc all three of them were open the crowd would have been different because people were fucking before midnight. People were actually fucking other people and all that. So I thought it was a great night. One of the best nights at TPC in a long time. TPC Hempstead, it, it gets a lot of people. Because, you know, kind of it's kind of more central than all the other ones. Because if you go to south, you got to go by Hobby Airport. If you want to go north, you got to go all the way up past 45 uh, in spring. So... It is a distance for some people. So TBC Hempstead is pretty central to everything. So that's why I think they get the best crowd. If I, if I recommend anybody, I always recommend them going to TPC Hempstead because of the best crowds. Colette's shitty crowds. Saturday night's the only night I recommend anybody going. Friday night, if you are low-key, you want to have a low-key night, I would go Friday night. The night game, I would stay away when they have the $40 cover. Because you get a lot of shitty couples there. I mean, when I talk about shit, I'm talking about ghetto, stupid fucking acting couples. So whenever they have that $40 couple night, it's usually the first Friday of the month. I stay the fuck away from there. 
because it is packed, but you get a lot of fucking scandalous couples there. And that's what the lifestyle does not need, these fucking shitty-ass couples. And that's what more and more couples are like that. They're coming in here fucking being stupid. You know, you don't need play. I don't have, it's like having Joe Buck and Troy Aikman do play-by-play while you're fucking. They'll have a conversation. You're pounding your girl. You're pounding the other couple. And they're having a play-by-play of your action or having a conversation about their kids at school and shit. A fucking loud-ass conversation where everybody can hear. And he's like, shut the fuck up. This is a flex club. Let's have, talk about sex or shut the fuck up and go outside and have uh, the conversation. Not at the fucking playroom. Having the conversation is not the one for the playroom anyways. So, that is my night with Hot, Light Na- Hot Wife Natalie. We'll have more nights and more adventures um, and all that. That The following Monday, I stopped by and fucked her. It was real good, like any time. But she's having issues uh, with the babysitter right now. So, we're trying to find another babysitter for her. Uh, you know, sometimes people aren't reliable. And I thought during Christmas time, who could have used an extra 100 150 bucks for watching a kid sleep? Because we don't go out too late. So the kids are in bed by, you know, 9. So when we leave at 9, they're sleeping. So I don't know. But anyways, we'll have some more adventures. Me and her will do some more. I'll try to see if she wants to come on and talk about her experience that night and our experiences in the past. Because this ain't the first limp dick she had. Then last time I went to TPC, there's another limp dick that, which was a younger guy, and I thought he would definitely, for sure, be able to get hard, but he wasn't able to get hard. So, you know, we'll talk about that with her if I can get her on if she wants to come on. So, with that, America, have a great night, a great day, uh, and enjoy swinging. Have fun. Remember, it's about sex. It's about not that connection. You're not marrying anybody. And if you are thinking about marrying one of those partners, I hope they're single too because that's kind of fucked up, guys. But anyways, I want to send my love to all my Asians listeners, all my European listeners. And I think I got some Central and South American listeners. So I want to thank you for listening. And hopefully you understand what the hell I'm talking about. But anyways, uh, you guys have a great night, great day, and keep on swinging, baby, because it is so hot out there. <laughs>